heaven and earth shook as Adonai breathed his last. The temple veil was torn down the middle and death consumed the body of Yeshua. His mother, who felt helpless from rescuing her baby boy from the hands of his murderers, collapsed at the feet of her firstborn. Matthew 27, 57. As evening approached, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who had himself become a disciple of Jesus. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Joseph then took the body, wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, and he placed it in his own new tomb that had been cut out of the rock. After caring for the body of Jesus, he rolled a big stone in front of the entrance to the tomb and went away. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it. And then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes, but they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. The very next day, the one after preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember that while he was still alive, the deceiver said, after three days I will rise again. So give the order to the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come and steal the body and tell the people that he's been raised from the dead. This last deception will be worse than the first. After giving some thought, Pilate answered, Take a guard. Go make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went and they made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guards. You see, I don't think they really knew. I mean, they were educated and they were studied and they had all of the answers, or did they? Was it that they were afraid the disciples would actually come and take the body of Yeshua? Or was there a gaping wound within their spirits that maybe, what if we had really killed the Messiah? What if they had murdered the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Is that why they wanted Roman guards to seal a tomb? I mean, surely studied men would never have made such a grave mistake, or did they? Luke 24. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices that they had prepared and they went to the tomb of Jesus. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord had come down from heaven, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone, and sat on top of it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and that they came like dead men. And the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and he's going ahead of you into Galilee, and there you will see him. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to his disciples. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee 
The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of the sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. And then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they didn't believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, he got up and he ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves. And he went away wondering to himself, what happened? What happened here? Now that same day, two of them were going to the village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. And as they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they did not recognize him. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces were downcast, and one of them named Cleopas, he asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who doesn't know that the things that have happened there in the last few days? Jesus asked, What things? About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people, and the chief priests and our rulers handed him over and sentenced him to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since this all took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to his tomb earlier in the morning, but they didn't find his body. They came and they told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had told us, but they did not see Jesus. Jesus said to them, How foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter into his glory? As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going farther. But they urged him strongly, Hey, stay with us, for it is nearly evening, the day's almost over. So he went to stay with them. And when he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. And then, and then their eyes were opened and they recognized him. And he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and they returned at once to Jerusalem. And there they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and he has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. And while they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood up among them and said, Peace be with you. They were startled. They were frightened, thinking that they saw a ghost. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. When he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it, and he ate it in their presence. And he said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that it is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and also the Psalms. And then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. 
and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things, and I'm going to send you what my Father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with the power from on high. And then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some still doubted. And then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. As prophesied through the Old Testament, everything had come to fruition for Yeshua, who is the King of kings, who is the Lord of lords, who is Adonai. To follow Christ, to become a Christian, is to do just that, to follow after Christ. In the New Testament, there's a book of Romans, and Romans 10.9 says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Jesus said so himself. He was going to die. He was going to raise to life three days later. And when you and I repent of our sin, according to Matthew 28, verse 47, Yeshua, the Son of God, will make you new. So wherever you're at today, celebrate that your risen Savior is alive, even today, for now and forever. <laughs>